Welcome to the Abundantly You podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Emily Garris. I am obsessed with calling abundance into my life and in helping you do it too. I'm a mindset coach at my business, Abundance Emily, and it lights me up to help women overcome their scarcity mindsets around food, their bodies, and their finances. Each week, I will teach you how to activate your own abundance mindset and share my abundance journey too. If you are craving radical transformation, growth, to shift your perspective, dream bigger, ditch the binge and restrict cycle in all areas of your life, and create a life of pure abundance, you are in the right place. Are you ready to activate your own abundance? Let's do it. Oh my goodness. Hello, beautiful people tuning in to the first ever episode of the Abundantly You podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be recording this. I'm just so grateful. This is so exciting for me. So today's episode, I thought what would be nice to do is just give you a little background on me and share some of my story and how this podcast came to be created so that we can get to know each other a little bit better because I have a feeling we are going to become very good friends and very close in this space. So hello everyone, it is so nice to meet you. My name is Emily Garris, I am going to be 30 this year, so I figure why not start a podcast? This is a fabulous time, as good a time as any, and I have actually, if you were to ask my friends and family, I've been saying for probably at least a year or two that I would love to start a podcast, so here we are. Um, I have recently started a business called Abundance Emily, and also, shameless plug, if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, my handle there is also Abundance Emily. And what I offer in my business is I am building mindset coaching for women, specifically in the areas of calling in more abundance in their life as it relates to improving their relationships with food, improving their relationships with their body, improving their money mindset, and just overall smashing those limiting beliefs. Because actually, one of the reasons that I did not start a podcast sooner when I really wanted to is because for many years, I let my own limiting beliefs get in the way of me doing what I really desired to do and creating the change that I really desired to create in my life. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm going to start with my journey with my relationship with food and my body because this is something that I have struggled with for most of my life and have made some really huge breakthroughs lately that I am so grateful for and so excited to share with you because I think that a lot of women, we can relate to each other on these issues of um, food and body. So I remember the first time that I was conscious of my weight and my size in a self-conscious way um, was when I was six years old. And it is so, it's so heartbreaking to me how young 
we are as girls when we start to become self-conscious of our bodies or feel that maybe we we aren't measuring up to you know our peers or we're, or we're comparing ourselves to others at such a young age so fast forward to september of 2016 i had a doctor's appointment and i have a feeling that a lot of you are going to be able to relate to me on this unfortunately but i dreaded doctor's appointments I had since since I became conscious of my weight and you know identified on the BMI chart as being in the overweight category you know and the doctor you know trying to politely bring up hey your weight is in an overweight category you know what are some things that we could do I felt so much shame going to the doctor's office and so in September of 2016 I had a yearly physical that I went in for and this was right as I was deciding to leave my my toxic nine to five job and I was to my knowledge this was my all-time high weight I was not regularly weighing myself because for me the number on the scale has always really messed with my head and caused me to self-sabotage that could be a whole nother podcast episode which I think would be a really powerful conversation to have but I went to my doctor's appointment and I stepped on the scale and I weighed in at 314 pounds and this was a huge breaking point for me and to be perfectly honest I was devastated after that appointment I I knew that my my weight was high and that I was not comfortable physically mentally emotionally none of it I knew that I was I was carrying more weight than my body could you know or my frame could reasonably carry that this was putting too much pressure you know on my joints and it wasn't good for me but I had no idea that I was just a little over 300 pounds so in my mind being in the 300s was so shameful to me I remember coming home from that appointment and um, I talked to my mom and I just started crying and all I could say was I feel so ashamed and this was and my mom bless her heart I I love my mom so much we have a very close relationship and she very um, lovingly suggested to me she said maybe that that shame is something that you need to look at a little bit deeper and really let's understand where that's coming from because she said Emily you have nothing to be ashamed about and I wanted to believe her I wanted to believe her so badly and part of me did part of me knew that I wasn't a horrible human being for weighing 314 pounds um, just in the way that you know, if she weighed 314 pounds, or if my best friend weighed 314 pounds, I would still love them. I mean, that it sounds ridiculous. But somehow when it's when it's your own, you know, your own weight or your own issue or your own problem, it just seems so different. So for me, this doctor's appointment was a breaking point. And it would still take several years until things really changed in a deep and profound and lasting way. But this was for sure an entry point into me committing to myself that my life needed to change because the way that my days were going and the way that I was living it, it was a really, it was a dark period of, of time for me. And clearly I was not thriving and 
my physical health reflected that my mental health my emotional health and so my first priority and my first reaction was well I need to I need to get my weight under control and I really desired to lose weight so I had also found out from my doctor that I was I had some hormone imbalances and so I threw myself into research and I also I left that toxic job in November of 2016 and I moved back to my hometown and I actually I moved in and still currently live with my mom and my three siblings. We are an incredibly close family of five and I am so grateful for the loving and close relationship that I have with my mom and siblings. They are my rock and support system and I'm so grateful for that so quit my job in November moved home and I um, had been doing a lot of research on weight loss and hormone balancing and and I found this program that was an exercise program diet program it was all run within a Facebook group and it seemed perfect for me so I joined and the meal plan was very restrictive so it was kind of a modified keto diet um, except that it did it prioritized fruits and vegetables so you know it wasn't as strict as the traditional keto is it was like yes you should still be eating some fruits and some non-starchy to moderate starchy vegetables are okay and it was very heavy on supplements and it was also it encouraged us to exercise um i believe that the the woman running it was a beach body coach so she offered some uh, beach body programs in fact actually i take that back the like official exercise program if you wanted to participate in it in this program was pio um, it was a combination of Pilates and yoga, and it's a beach body program, and I actually still have it and use it to this day. I do really enjoy those workouts. But needless to say, this restrictive, very restrictive diet, which by the way was very different to how my family normally ate, um, I had decided in my mind, I was like, I can make this work. It's okay. I'm going to figure this out. And it was completely unsustainable for me and for me within my family I firmly believe even if I lived on my own and could and would prepare all my food for just one it would not have been sustainable for me there were different recipes for us to do um, I really distinctly remember one dessert substitute they were called fat bombs I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with these but it's essentially like a coconut oil base and then you can add in like um, frozen strawberries and blend it all up with, I think it was like some stevia. And then like you, it's a liquidy mixture because you melt the coconut oil and then you mix it all together and you freeze them in muffin tins. Well, they tasted horrible. I would have much rather had, you know, anything other than this. So the food really didn't taste good to me. It didn't fit with, you know, how I normally kind of live my life or or my diet and so and I was really obsessed with just getting some weight off because like I told you guys when I went to the doctor and weighed over 300 pounds I was just desperate to get some of that weight off so I figured 
as fast as I can do this and be balancing my hormones at the same time, that's a win-win. But at that time in my life, that whole program put a ton of stress on me and it was absolutely all-consuming. I mean, when I tell you guys it was all-consuming, it I thought about food from the moment I woke up to the moment I laid down. I was doing food logs. It was it was a lot. I was taking all these supplements and I felt really embarrassed about it, so I kind of tried to hide some of it from my family like, "Oh my god, if they knew all this stuff that I was doing, I just felt so insecure." in me and in this program that I was trying to make work but clearly wasn't working and I was I mean I did lose weight in the the time we were in that program I think it was eight or 12 weeks Um, I did not renew after that time and I thought okay I've got my pio workouts I can keep doing those I know what it you know what I need to eat the amounts that I need to eat you know, in order to be successful with losing weight, you know, I will restrict some calories. And I kind of eased up on that. And I went back to eating more of the general foods that my family ate, which we don't have a very unhealthy diet. um, But I went back to eating carbs. And I definitely felt a lot more at peace. And just a lot more satisfied. So from that time, Let's see, that program started in February of 2017. So between February of 17 and December of 2018, I lost 100 pounds, maybe a little over. I think I, when I weighed myself, I was like 214 or 210 pounds. So I had lost 100 pounds and I was so proud of myself. But again, I was like, I'm not there yet oh my gosh, I'm still in the 200s. I want to be in the 100s. I want to be in Wonderland. Everybody's talking about Wonderland. Why am I not there yet? When will I get there? And I'm sure that this probably sounds like a lot of the dialogue that goes on in your heads too. And it's really, really, it's sad. It hurts my heart to say, you know, losing 100 pounds is a huge accomplishment. And to still not be fulfilled or happy when you reach that goal, I wasn't quite ready to let go of the idea yet that it wasn't really at the core of it about my weight or my body, that there was something else that I needed to work through or something else that was missing. Because so far, any weight that I had been at, I felt that there was still another destination or there was still somewhere else to be. Um, and I, it's so interesting. I talked about this on my Instagram and I'll share it again. Um, in December of 2018, it was shortly before Christmas and I was posing for a picture by our Christmas tree with my brother. And I, I remember feeling really cute that day. I was wearing leggings and an oversized sweater. And when I looked back at the pictures that my mom took of us, I was horrified at how I looked. Now, to be perfectly fair, I was wearing an oversized sweater. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty here. But I'm just thinking this through. It's like, I was wearing an oversized sweater. Of course, you're not going to really be able to see the shape of my body under this big sweater. But the first thought that popped into my head, and it was so strong and with so much venom, it was, it said, how are you still this fat after losing a hundred pounds? A person who loses a hundred pounds and still looks the way that you look, 
wow i mean it was it was mean i was incredibly mean to myself and somehow i let that picture just spiral me into just a spiral of self-sabotage and i part of me just thought well if it's you know i work this hard and i'm still not happy what's the point so i sabotaged my efforts for gosh i think it was probably most of 2019 and then 2020 came and um in january of 2020 there was a a family issue that really took precedence it was very stressful and that kind of continued into february and and then in march the pandemic covid19 pandemic hit and again i found myself actually back at the doctor for another physical in this was march of 2020 and i knew that i had gained weight back from the last time that i'd lost 100 pounds but i wasn't really sure how much and I actually decided to step on the scale myself before I went to the doctor so that I wasn't blindsided like the first time that I went and weighed a little over 300 pounds and had an absolute meltdown. And I had gained about 50, 55 pounds back from my original 100 pound weight loss in March of 2020. And I remember going to my doctor's appointment and we talked about, you know, how are you doing and how are you feeling? And I told her I had been under more stress than usual. Um, I had started a new job in December of 2019. And then, of course, this family issue was um, pretty stressful. And I remember I burst into tears in her office. I told her the work that I had done to lose 100 pounds. And then I had gained, you know, 50, 55 pounds back. And I was feeling mentally, physically just sluggish and really horrible about myself and she was so kind and compassionate but I just thought wow how am I here again how am I here again no I didn't gain all of it back but man I worked so hard and you know half that progress is gone these are the thoughts that are going through my mind and so my doctor recommended to me to try Noom so I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Noom but it is a it's an it's a weight loss app and it it's like psychology based and you track your food and they encourage you to weigh yourself every day and it makes a weight chart for you and there's daily lessons and there's a food log and it's red yellow and green categories of food and it goes based on calorie density i believe and so i said sure i will try it out she said that a lot of her patients had been finding really good results with it. So I said, I'm up for anything. I will try it. And I stuck with that for three or four months, I think. And again, I I started to feel like I did with that first program that was like the modified keto. That was, it just felt like it took up too much of my brain space. I really disliked tracking every day. It felt like such a chore. And even though they said that they didn't, classify foods as good or bad I felt like when I had foods that were landing in that red category I was somehow not doing something right the lessons didn't really resonate with me very much and it just it felt like a chore so needless to say I did not continue that and I kind of fell off the wagon over the summer and then 
come August, I found my amazing coach, Jessica. So Jessica, join Jessica XO on Instagram. A lot of you are probably familiar with her, but she is also a mindset coach. And she has some really incredible programs to help women heal their relationship with food and their bodies for good and to stop emotional and binge eating. So Jessica is someone that I had followed online for years, and I really started paying attention to her in the summer of 2020. I thought, "Mm, this girl, she understands what I've been through. She has created an ability to eat intuitively and maintain a really healthy weight and work out because it feels good and it keeps her body fit she had something that I knew that she could help me create for myself so I started investing in myself and I jumped into her programs and I took a 10-day program with her in September and then I jumped into her signature program for it lasts for four weeks at the end of October into November And I have not looked back since. I have been able to really embody intuitive eating and intuitive exercising in my life. I am journaling every day. I'm really in touch with myself. I am stepping on the scale like once every three months. I decided quarterly weigh-ins felt good to me to just kind of check in and see weight as a data point. But not to become obsessed with it. And since... Since that time in the doctor's office after I had gained, you know, 50 or 55 pounds back. So through some of my own efforts and then after I found Jessica and really was able to implement intuitive eating confidently, I have lost about 35 pounds and I feel really good. And, you know, the weight is part of it. Obviously, it feels better um, to, to not be carrying around as much excess weight but really more so just the feeling of freedom around food and to have those those impulses that I used to have to emotionally eat or binge eat. Um, for me, it would come after dinner time. So I would have had a beautiful meal with my family, maybe even a little dessert, and then everyone would kind of go their separate ways and I would be watching YouTube videos or doing whatever you know, to wind down for the evening and I would want to eat again, sometimes even like another little meal or enough snacks to comprise a whole meal. And I don't, I don't get those urges anymore and I don't act on those urges and I'm just feeling alive, you know, really alive for the first time in some years. So that is a little bit about my weight loss journey and my relationship with food and my body. So that is definitely a huge part of the work that I do in my business and that I want to help impact women with because I know how it feels to feel so stuck and so lost and like you feel like you are never going to figure out how to have a normal healthy relationship with food and your body. And I promise you it's possible because it I didn't think it was possible for me for a lot of years and I am so happy to say that I have proved myself wrong. And another key key piece that I will be sharing about in my business as well is my journey with my relationship to my finances and my money mindset because for me 
the relationship that I have with money and the relationship that I have with food and eating, there's a lot of similarities. So I'll be really excited to do a whole podcast episode dedicated to my money mindset and relationship to my finances. Um, But suffice it to say that I have when I got my new job in December of 2019, um, it was a pretty big jump for me in terms of it's a leadership position and it's got a lot more responsibility and a lot more opportunity for me to hone my skills. And with it came a pretty nice pay increase. So that's something that I'll be excited to talk more about. Um, And I work in nonprofit fundraising for anyone who is curious. So there's a whole, whole kinds of money mindset around that too, when you're going to your donors to your organization and asking them for money. So I'm really excited to, in the next episode, talk a little bit about my money story and my money journey. So I am just so grateful and so happy to have this first episode out into the world and be recording it. I just cannot wait to connect with all of you on this platform. And I hope that this has been really helpful in getting to know me a little bit better. And so then you feel like you can relate to me on a deeper level. Because for me, what has been so transformative and life-changing for me is to find other women who truly understand what I have been through and who can relate to me and support me and hold me and encourage me. And that is what I want to do for you. And I just want you to know that you are absolutely not alone and that I hope today's episode helped you feel just that. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If today's message sparked something in you, I would love if you would share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes or sending me a message on Instagram so I can continue helping you activate your own abundance. If you're not already, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at AbundanceEmily for more free content that will encourage you to make the mindset shifts to live your most abundant life. I'm sending you so much love and I'm so excited to connect with you on the next episode. Until then, I hope you take heart in the fact that the relationship you've always wanted with food, your body, your finances, and yourself are within your reach.